While social media can be an exciting place to make and maintain friendly connections, it's also a black hole of feasting interruption gremlins who grab your attention, manipulate your emotions, and trap you in this grass is always greener mindset, which is fucking poison. You know, it's cool to have people over so that you can all stare at your phones, but wait, no, it's not. It's not cool at all. It fucking blows. It's time to slap yourself in the ass and reclaim your energy right now. Reclaim your powers right now. Reclaim your time right now. Take a hiatus from social media for a day, a week, or even longer, and refocus your energy on your visions. If you're distracted, many magical moments will escape your experience at all times. You're walking down the street, you're staring at your phone, you might miss your fucking the love of your life. You might miss the person who's going to spark a conversation with you about a business that you end up creating and changing the world. If you're distracted, you will never notice these things. Your awareness shrinks. The stars await if you open your awareness, open that other eye. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Motherfucking Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. While you letting conformity slam you up the butt. You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack what you're thinking Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking A skid a rinkity dinkity dink A skid a rinkity doo yoo are listening to Never Stop Peaking. I'm Heath Armstrong. <laughs> so happy that you are here with me today. Uh, first, unbelievably mind blowing the Kickstarter campaign that has been running for the new Sweet Ass Affirmations deck that I made. Um, you know, I set a goal at $5,555 to call in the numbers of the angels. And currently, right now, we have about 36 hours left on the campaign, and it is sitting at over $150,000 in support, (laughs) which has been this weird, like, fuck, I don't know, three and a half to four weeks of me sitting and trying to figure out what it's going to be like to integrate that into my life uh, unexpectedly and and just sort of this explosion of, of the brand and my writing and being able to share these really... I feel important messages that come through me from some place, through some muse, some idea, some source uh, into the world to help sort of battle this slump of falling deeper into some quote unquote pandemic and instead sort of springing out of it, getting back on top of the lotus flower, understanding that we are of God, that we are God in so many different aspects and fragments and fractals. I'm in disbelief. There's 36 hours left. If you haven't supported the campaign yet, please help us blow this out of the park. Uh, 
in return, you're going to get these really cool sweet ass affirmation decks before anyone else in the world gets them. Plus the exclusive Skid the Unisquid uh, gold enameled pin, which is really, really, really cool. Skid the Unisquid is our mascot and he is the destroyer of all resistance and fear gremlins in the universe. So go over to ragecreate.com forward slash Kickstarter or go to my personal site at heatharmstrong.com. They'll all get you to this Kickstarter campaign, uh, which ends Wednesday, August 11th at 8.22 p.m. Central. And I really appreciate it. Um, it's It was something that was really sensitive to lean into. I had a lot of doubt. I felt like resistance was coming in really hard. And I honestly, I went to the beach and I sat there and I looked at the ocean and I did this like in-depth meditation with my partner, Ashley, who's, she's just been like this infinite light when everything feels so dark for me. And we sort of let go of all expectations in our lives, not just with this Kickstarter, but everything that we had, because life is really a constant series of letting go until the greatest let go of all. Uh, We all have to learn to die in every breath, in every moment, in every interaction, in every experience. Uh, We are constantly in a state of being reborn, physically, mentally, creatively, spiritually. So it has been, it was kind of bittersweet, remarkable to sort of surrender everything and have no expectation as to what was going to happen with that and then see it sort of go viral like it did. I mean, way beyond. I thought maybe the max that I'd be able to do with it was around $20,000 in funding. And so the... The coolest thing ever is that once we fulfill all of the decks for this campaign, that means that there'll be over 14,000 affirmation decks that I was able to create floating around the world, helping inspire and, um, you know, helping with a little piece of turning a leaf over for mental health in these moments when we forget our magic, when we forget who we are. So thank you for helping me in that. Thank you for showing up and listening and being a part of this with me. Uh, Thank you to Sachi, who's in the background, slowly pushing the door open and closed. If you can hear that creak, (laughs) that's what it is. But I want to talk about a lot of really cool stuff today. One, just diving deep into this, this idea that you are always voting for your future. But going back to the what I just said, we are constantly dying in every moment. We are constantly being reborn physically, mentally, creatively, spiritually, right? We are becoming God, but we are also learning that we've always been God at the same time, which is a total mind fuck, total mind fuck. You know, we cannot wait until we are collapsing lifeless back into the earth until for us to realize that we don't, we don't own any of this. We don't own this land. We are not separate from it. Like despite whatever the fucking Webster dictionary's human definition is, all things in the existence except for humans. Like we're not, we are not separate from the earth. We are not separate from the land. We don't own the land. We don't own these waters. We don't own these mountains. We don't own other people or other people's energy. There may be people taking advantage of other people's energy. We don't own that. You know, we are simply of the land. We are of the waters. We are of the mountains. If anything, it owns us. We are indifferent. So Mama Earth to me always says, get out in nature because your ass is ungrounded as fuck. Like you're floating in the clouds again, Heath. Go outside, go swim. 
Go jump in a lake. Go do a cold plunge. Go run through the fucking forest with your butt hanging out. Your white giraffe ass that would surely blind everybody's eyes like they're staring at the sun directly. So white that it's yellow, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So it has me thinking a lot about, you know, 15 years ago, let's say when I was about 20, even before that, we would take a break from the real world to browse the internets. And it's very sad that now we are taking a break from the internet to browse the real world. It's deep. It's a deep thought. Kaboom. It's explosive. Kaboom. But think about it. All of the best moments in life have happened when you probably aren't on your phone or watching television or sucked into a digital rabbit hole. I press this all of the time because it means so much. All of the greatness that I've been able to interact with in this world, all of these mysterious adventures that I've been able to go on, all of these messages that I've been able to channel into creations to put out into the world, they happened when I wasn't on my phone or watching television or sucked into a digital rabbit hole. Now, I truly believe that there are fundamentally great things we can use technology for, like reaching larger audiences, like putting up a Kickstarter and being able to share something creative that you made with the world. It's incredible. It's actually magic in so many ways. But when you're dependent on it, when you're sucked into it, and when you've disconnected yourself from your ability to create ideas by connecting with the earth itself, it becomes poison. Nothing of pure magic or happiness or bliss happens when you're sucked into that dimension. Now think about your dreams. What are they? What are the little details of these places that you want to go? Sachi's thinking about her dreams right now. She's shouting them on top of the mountain to the people. She's letting everybody know how she feels about her dream. She's got some passion and some umph behind it. Hold on one second. Sachi! Hey! Real life. Think about your dreams. What are they? What are the little details of the places you want to go? The things you want to create? The people that are around you? The environments surrounding you that are helping you thrive? That are helping you explode with passion and purpose and creativity? It's not staring at your phone giving up all your life force energy. No, I can be certain of that. We can be certain of that. Your dreams do not include that digital life. I mean, when was the last time you were lucid dreaming or daydreaming or just regular fucking dreaming and you pulled your phone out and was like, oh yeah, I think I'll scroll some uh, propaganda on Facebook right now. I think I'll play words with friends until my eyes bleed and my anus explodes out of my ass. (laughs) You don't fucking play with your phone when you're dreaming because it's not real. It's not what you're supposed to be engaging with. It's fuckery. It's this device that is sucking your life force energy. 15 years ago, it was a reward, a treat 
to jump on the internet for an hour to escape the real world. But now, now we are struggling to spend an hour in the real world in escape of the internet, of our devices, of these places that are sucking away the life force energy. Be really careful how you manage your waking hours and your sleepy time hours. Be really careful where you're giving your energy. I sent an email a few days ago about life force energy, some thoughts that I've had on navigating what it means to optimize the gift of life that we all have. It's around this idea that your madness does await you. Voting for your future. Last year, my motto was stop trying so fucking hard to figure things out. And in that confusion and in that madness, I was able to step back from the chaos of division and societal psychosis and into a state of surrender and flow. When I stopped forcing and expecting results from my projects and from my relationships and my surroundings, I discovered the power of something really beautiful that was glowing at the core of my beating, of my being. Life force energy. It's at the core of your being. It is of the earth. It is what we come from. It is the earth. It is the universe. The heartbeat in and out. You take it in. You give it out. You take it in. You give it out. Every single beat. How are you generating? How are you optimizing? And how are you spending your life force energy? Are you leaning deeply into your excitements? Are you leaning into your loves? Are you leaning into your weirdness? Or are you suppressing that deep creative explosion of curiosity and color because the resistance and fear gremlin mafias told you it was the quote unquote right thing to do? What happens if you unlearn, if you unadapt, if you peel back all the bullshit stuck to your identity and lifestyle that was splattered onto you by others? Space happens, lightness happens, fresh breaths happen, explorations happen. When you release your attachment to the judgments and opinions of others, you reclaim your life force energy and make space for growth and happiness and healing and muse and so much more. Cut back the social media. Break your fucking television. Shake your beautiful bones to some music. Run naked through your neighbor's yard with only your tube socks on. Eat the fucking frog. Do whatever you can to feel alive, to feel different, to feel mad, to feel like you, the real you. It's not easy. It's never easy. It's the hardest fucking thing that you do, and you have to do it every single day. Society has the deck stacked against you. It doesn't stop. It doesn't get easier. But, dun, 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 dun. but can you seriously sit here and convince yourself that it's not worth it? Can you really allow yourself to keep ignoring that wild, risky, jaguar-infused tornado of curiosity and taste and mystery within you? Is that why you came to this planet? No. You're of the fucking stars, the gods, the galaxy. 
You didn't appear here through your mama's party portal to watch your dreams spin down the sink. What can you do right now to reclaim your life force energy? How can you muster up excitement and madness today? Win the energy in your moment and you can watch the weather change. I think you know more than one or two or three or four or five or six or seven or nine, ten, ways. I think you know infinite ways. You can use an affirmation that will probably be in the third sweet-ass affirmation tech. I generate, sustain, and embody my life force energy. So I want to go through a little quote from Aldous Huxley um, from Brave New World Revisited really quick. Then I'm going to hit some music and then I'm going to share something really important that my friend Justin Fairman wrote um, from Flow Consciousness Magazine. So the real hopelessness, I'm sorry, the real hopeless victims of mental illness are to be found among those who appear to be the most normal. Many of them are normal because they are so well adjusted to our mode of existence because their human voice has been silenced so early in their lives that they do not even struggle or suffer or develop symptoms as the neurotic does. They are normal not in what may be called the absolute sense of the world. They are normal only in relation to a profoundly abnormal society. Their perfect adjustment to the abnormal society is a measure of their mental sickness. These millions of abnormally normal people living without fuss in society to which if they were fully human beings, they ought to not be adjusted. <laughs> Let that sink in. I'm going to play this music and then we're going to get right back in to this share from my friend Justin. Peace. All right, so Justin Justin is the co-founder of Conscious Lifestyle Magazine. Um, I'm sorry, I, I think I might have said Flow Consciousness Magazine before we took the break on the music, but he's the co-founder of Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, and he is the founder of Flow Consciousness Institute. Justin is probably, I mean, I don't know, there's very little sources of information and, and wisdom and philosophy that I follow that every single time I'm like, holy fuck. This guy's connected. Like he's 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 doing the work and he's sharing important messages. 
I've shared stuff that he have he has written before on this show uh, because I think that there is an extreme importance to it. So I want to share something quick that he wrote again, uh, and it's on this topic and this idea of of life force energy, but also voting for your future. So this is what Justin says. It's extremely important to remember that every time you expect or predict something negative happening in your future, you are using the immense power of your consciousness to influence reality to vote for suffering. So you are using the immense power your consciousness has, basically your life force energy, to influence reality to vote for suffering. That's very specific and very direct. Virtually all of the great forefathers of quantum physics became mystics because through studying the mechanics of reality, they realized it was inseparable from our consciousness and that, in fact, our mind has a significant influence on what unfolds. This has been scientifically proven with Dean Radin's intention and double slit experiments, research from the HeartMath Institute, and countless more well-documented studies showing that your thoughts and your feelings and your perceptions have a very real and measurable impact on other people, the collective consciousness, and even matter itself. And so the truth is that you, you vote for the future with your mind with your thoughts, and with your beliefs. And in trying to be realistic about undesirable futures, you actually do a disservice by discounting your power to influence outcomes positively. Let me read that again because it's deep. The truth is that you vote for the future with your mind, your thoughts, and your beliefs. And in trying to be realistic about undesirable futures, you actually do a disservice by discounting your power to influence outcomes positively. Instead, believe what you want to happen. Visualize the desired outcome. Tell an empowering story. And hold the possibility that things can get radically better in the most beautiful ways. That's very similar to the stuff that Dave Lent was sharing on our show multiple times, but this recent episode that we did a couple episodes back. All about the five keys to mastery, right? Instead, believe what you want to happen, visualize the desired outcome, tell an empowering story, and hold on to the possibility that things can get radically better in the most beautiful ways. It's really important. In doing so, you exponentially increase the likelihood that it will happen. If for no one else but yourself, it's worth it. But even in doing so for yourself, due to the above laws of consciousness, you help everyone else by the extension. Your mind is incredibly powerful. Don't give it away to negative narratives. Those who spin them fall into three camps. Number one, those who don't understand the above is true, who need your compassion and guidance anyway. Number two, those who have forgotten that the above is true, who need a reminder that they are giving away their power. 
And number three, those who know that the above is true and nefariously try to influence your attention to forward their aims instead. Thus, one of the ultimate acts of rebellion is a mind and heart free from fear and the belief that a better reality is possible. In every moment, you are voting for the future with what you hold in your heart and your mind. So choose wisely, my friends. Choose wisely. With all of the hysteria and fear being paddled everywhere around you these days, choose wisely. Ooh. So Justin is... You know, if, th- if this guy stood on top of a mountain like Sachi was doing earlier and bespoke to all of mankind, I think the world would be a drastically better place. But it's an important message. In the simplicity of you believing that things can get better and focusing on that belief that things can be positive and get better, no matter what you do, you are helping the collective. And the more of us that can do that, the more the energy shifts overall throughout the planet. We need it. One of my favorite ways to find positivity when I'm in the darkness, in the darkness, face down, pants down in the bushes. One of my favorite ways and a very true way that never fails me is to give away the things that I love the most. Give away the things that bring me the most joy. Share the value of these items with somebody else. Try it out. Find something that you deeply love, whether in word, in spirit, in material possession, and give it to someone else. Release your attachment to it. Let yourself die in that moment with it and see how it makes you feel you'll start to to lean way deeper into your empathetic side, way deeper into your compassionate side. This is how you make space for creativity to move in. This is how you make space for happiness to move in. You know, love everyone and tell the truth, like Ramdas says. Release all attachments to outcomes. Release all of your expectations like we talked about earlier. Well, go back and visit Dave Lentz's episode. Go joyfully into the horrors of the world. Feel, blend, and leave something with where you are and who you are with. I'm going to close this episode out with just a a simple thought from Abraham Abraham Hicks around abundance. Because I do feel like the thought of abundance and the feeling of abundance is what allows us to think positively and affect the collective consciousness of love, of creativity, of awareness to shift this planet back into a, a state of empathy. A state of moving forward and not backwards. A state of understanding. Abundance has nothing to do with hard work or good luck or favoritism. Abundance is simply the universe's response to consistent thoughts and feelings of abundance. So I talked a little bit in the last episode about Abundance Mojo. That was at the start of this Kickstarter. The last three or four weeks have been fucking crazy. 
Go check out the Kickstarter, ragecreate.com forward slash Kickstarter. It's in the link on these show notes as well. Um, go check out the new podcast, 60 Second Power Affirmations for Your Creative Maniac Mind, also in the link below in the show notes, also on ragecreate.com forward slash podcast if you want to navigate to any of your uh, podcasting apps. I'm Heath Armstrong. You've been listening to Never Stop Peaking. I appreciate you being here. Um, just deeply honored to share things with you. And I hope that you've been able to pull some tidbits away so that you can go and squeeze your titties and feel like the fucking queen of the world right now, man. Until next time. Matiosh. There's a place called space and it's got the magic. There's a place called space and it's got the balls. There's a place called space and it's got the passion. There's a place called space where we can smash the walls. There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity and the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth. In this place called space, we'll build a factory of smells that will assemble with our minds and sell to earth. Shit fire, man. Who doggy doggy do? I'm so happy that you were able to join us today on this very fine little episode of Never Stop Peaking. Heath is also extremely happy. He wanted to remind you to crystallize what you want your motherfucking world to be, man. You go outside, you crack some fucking beers with those teeth, you shotgun that fucking beer, and you let the world know that you're a fucking man. You let the fucking world that you, you know you're a goddamn man. And ain't nobody gonna fuck with your manliness. You hear me? Shit. Get that flag out. Swing it high. We'll see you on the next episode at Heath Fish Pumps on Instagram. HeathArmstrong.com. Oh, shit. Send us some dick pics. Bye.